You're listening to Jupiter and Gemini, and I'm your host, Chelsea with Noble Lion Prince. Hey friends, welcome to a new episode of Jupiter and Gemini. Today we're going to be talking about the full moon in Libra. And let me tell you, this is our last breath of fresh air before we move into eclipse season. Eclipse season is guaranteed to be a shit show. Everything in the sky indicates that things are going to go off the rails. So we might as well just take the time to enjoy this very charming, very social full moon in Libra that we have before we kick all of that off. Of course, I'll be recording an episode specifically about the eclipse season as they come and we'll go more into detail. But for now, we're just going to focus on this full moon in Libra. And as you guys know, the full moon is all about completion. It's about the harvest. It's about things coming full circle and into fruition from the seeds that you planted at the last new moon in Aries. So it's also a time of giving birth to something or letting go of something, releasing something, purging something from your life. And the thing about Libra is that Libra is the sign of FOMO, fear of missing out. And Libras would always rather do something in a group setting or a social setting versus conquering it them conquering it themselves. And the reason for this is that Libra is opposite of Aries on the zodiac wheel and Aries represents the self. So Libra represents others, our relationships, our partnerships, our creative collaborations, all of that good stuff. So since this full moon is in Libra and there are some other aspects that are kind of affecting the vibration of this full moon, we're going to talk about our relationships and specifically ones that might have tendencies towards codependency or fantasy. Because with this full moon, we have to look at some of the other planetary placements that are going on. So we have Venus, Mars, Jupiter and Neptune all in Pisces. And Pisces is very much about the fantasy, very much about the illusion, very much about escapism, very much about um, just kind of not being fully checked into reality or moving through life in um, kind of like a beautiful delusion, which in a lot of ways can be awesome and can be very helpful. You know, if you're working on creative things, then this Pisces energy is going to be a delight. However, if you're trying to navigate relationships, you're trying to navigate, you know, what's best for you, what's the healthy way to approach the relationships that you're in, these four placements in Pisces can be a little bit tricky because you might be projecting a fantasy onto a relationship, a partnership, or a creative collaboration that you are engaged with. This is a time when people can be overly positive about 
where they're at or what's going on or what they are getting from relationships that they're engaged in at this time. So all I would say is enjoy your rose-colored glasses while they're on, but be prepared for the reality to come sweeping in with a clip clip season. And if you, you know, metaphorically clean your own house or or till your own garden before eclipse season shows up, then it might be less painful than if you wait for eclipse season to kind of rip these things out of your life. So there's nothing wrong with relationships, partnerships, creative collaborations, as long as there is equality within those situations. Everything should be a two-way street. Um, this is not a time for giving more than you're receiving. This is not a time for you know saving, rescuing, or generally just trying to fix other people. It's not going to work. And all it's going to do is take water, energy, and resources out of your own cup, which your cup really needs to be as full as possible moving into eclipse season because it is going to test all of us. And the other thing that we have going on right now is we have Mercury in Taurus, which is very pragmatic communication, very practical, very direct, very blunt. So it might be time to have some blunt conversations with people that you're engaging with if you feel like they are just not energetically aligned with your situation at this time. So so there's a lot of very rose-colored glasses energy. It's like everyone just wants to be very like social and cordial and doesn't want to discuss like the elephant in the room at this time. And like I said, that can be fine for the moment. And with all of the very intense astrology that we've had leading up to this point, I mean, a lot of people have been trying to pull themselves out of depressive episodes and just generally struggling. So it's like after all of that energy, it can be nice to just kind of gloss over your problems for a little bit and and do something fun or uh, do something social that can kind of distract you or take your mind off of what's going on. However, you need to understand that is a very temporary relief and you will have to be back on your game before you know it, because like I said, these eclipses are coming in hot, hot and heavy, and specifically in the signs that are fixed. So Scorpio, Taurus, Leo, and Aquarius are going to be very highly affected. Um, So if you have placements in those signs, you know, get ready. The other thing is that we have Pluto squaring this full moon. So Pluto can bring a lot of under-the-surface drama to the table. There may be things happening kind of in the shadows or behind the scenes that we're kind of just politely ignoring for this moment. You know, the moon in Libra does not enjoy conflict. The moon in Libra does not want to be anything other than charming, social, and diplomatic. So... One thing that I think needs to be 
just really assessed is how codependency is playing out in your life because we need interdependency. We need equal partnerships. We need uh, equity in, in all things, you know, like we need to be in a very, um, very sharing and very, uh, communal mindset of what's good for everybody, not just the self. So let's take a look at where this full moon is going to play out in your chart specifically. So you will have to know your rising sign for this to be relevant to you. And if you don't know your rising sign, it's very easy to get online, input your birth information in a free astrology website, and it'll tell you what your rising sign is. And the rising sign is what sign was on the horizon when you were born, and it dictates or kind of overlays your entire birth chart. And so... If you have a Libra rising, this full moon is happening in your first house of your self, your identity, your personality, and just anything to do with you. If you have a Virgo rising, this is happening in your second house of money, income, and possessions. If you have a Leo rising, this is going to happen, this full moon is happening in your third house of siblings, neighbors, social media, and communication. If you have a cancer rising, this Libra full moon is happening in the fourth house of home, family, and property. If you have a Gemini rising, this full moon in Libra is happening in your fifth house of romance, sex, dating, kids, and your creativity. If you have a Taurus rising, this full moon in Libra is happening in your sixth house of health issues, diet, exercise, co-workers, and general work. If you have an Aries rising, this is happening in your seventh house of relationships, partnerships, and opponents. If you have a Pisces rising, this is happening in your eighth house of investments, shared assets, and deaths. If you have an Aquarius rising, this is happening in your ninth house of long distance travel, higher education, and philosophy. If you have a Capricorn rising, this is happening in your 10th house of career, profession, and publicity. If you have a Sagittarius rising, this is happening in the 11th house of organizations, social circles, audience, and friendships. And if you have a Scorpio rising, then this is happening in your 12th house of mental health, spirituality, and isolation. So you can do some deeper research into, you know, like you could Google full moon in Libra in X house, you know, whatever house I just described that this will be happening for you. And you can read much more in depth of how this full moon might play out for you. And hopefully that will be helpful. If you have a hard time figuring this out, of course, you can always book a reading with me on mountainmagicwax.com or you can hit me up on Instagram, DM me, Noble Lion Prince or Jupiter and Gemini, either of those you can reach me through and I can get you set up with an appointment to figure out exactly what's going on for you and how you can best utilize this energy. 
The last theme that I want to touch on before I let you guys go is the idea that people can only treat you how you allow them to. And the fact that this full moon will probably bring up a lot of things around boundaries and what you allow in your life and how you operate in the world based on your own sense of self-worth and your own sense of standards and your own sense of what you will and will not accept. So, Although you can, of course, be social and cordial and get along and be very diplomatic with the natural energy of this full moon, it's also a good idea to think about the ways that you're being treated in relationships. And if you like it, then, you know, keep rolling with it. And if you don't like how certain people treat you or how your um, relationships are are playing out, then you need to think about some of those internal uh, concepts of worthiness, boundaries, standards, and just generally what you will and won't accept from people because that's where it all starts. That's where all the magic happens. That's where real change can start to manifest in your life as far as your mentality, your mindset, your attitude. And, you know, it's like vibrationally, if you are not having any bullshit, then people aren't going to be able to bullshit you. If you are looking for a certain standard in a relationship, you're not going to settle for less than that in a relationship. If you know your worth and you know exactly what you deserve, then you're not going to receive anything that's less than that. So just keep these concepts in mind. Maybe do some journaling. I will give you guys a couple journal prompts that go along with this full moon that might be helpful. I would ask yourself, what needs to be edited out of your life right now? I would also ask yourself if you are giving yourself enough alone time to receive divine downloads or if you are keeping yourself in a state of distraction to where it's hard or even impossible for your ancestors to communicate guidance and wisdom to you at this time. I would also ask yourself how you can apply your inspiration and wisdom into your professional world or your professional relationships. And how can art and beauty and aesthetics add to the whole, you know, the hive mind that you're working within? And who can you positively uh, collaborate and cross-pollinate with in this moment? Okay, friends, I love you so much. I hope you have a very blessed and abundant full moon in Libra. I hope something magical happens and that you guys get whatever it is that you're wishing for at this time. Until the next new moon, I'm out and sending all my love.